What's up, you guys, and welcome back to Brunch with Des B. Happy Sunday. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today, the B is for bedroom. We're going to be having a highly anticipated conversation about a f- quite a few things sex-related. I would say all things sex, but I'm sure we, we're not going to touch on every single thing. So if this is something that makes you uncomfortable, I did just want to immediately disclaim that number one, there is no sex shaming up in this house, whether you are sexually active, whether you are asexual, whether you are bisexual, transsexual, homosexual, pansexual, whatever the hell you are, however you have sex or even don't have sex, we we care. We care, but we do not care. Like Meaning we are not here to judge you. We do care about your personal preferences, but we are here to just chat make it fun, keep it fresh. So happy Sunday. Welcome again back to the podcast. A few housekeeping things. Number one, make sure you check out the link uh, in the show notes. As always, I have um, the opportunity to work and be sponsored by BetterHelp. So if you guys have not heard of BetterHelp, this is an online therapy system. You have a counselor that you are matched up with based on your preferences and a few questions that you answer. And you're able to contact them at any point in the day, schedule um, either video calls, phone calls or just like message back and forth, send things to each other, et cetera. Um, it's a really great platform. I've been using it since, man, February, January, February. Um, I was at a really low point in postpartum and I'd realized I really do need help. So ever since then, I've used it every single month. I still pay for my own services, but I do have a code DESB that you can use at checkout or you can follow the link in the show notes to get you 10% off of your first month. This link also directly supports me. I do make a small percentage of commission. So that goes towards funding this podcast. (laughs) This podcast that I do for free. We're trying to make it so I don't do it for free and I at least pay for my production. Um, But outside of that, a lot of fun things on the horizon, got new merch in the works. I have a really cool collaboration coming up and I'm gonna give you guys the lowdown first. If you have ever heard of my fit journal, it is a fitness journal and a fitness tracker as well as a daily tracker and like affirmation book. They have two separate types of journals. And this is something I used, I mean, even two years ago, I used this company. I would track my weights in the gym. This was before I had my app. Once I got my app, I do kind of track everything in my app, but sometimes I wish that I had a book just to like do it and then maybe put it on my app after. Or some days I don't use my app, I just kind of go off of whatever's in my head and I'd love to still track it. Um, And so I know a lot of you guys too out there don't have my app and that's completely okay, but you still track your workouts or you want to. So I'm so excited to be coming out with a collaboration with MyFitJournal. Guys, you are going to freak out when you see these covers for the journals, as well as the affirmations, the inside, the, the logos, the designs. My graphic designer, as always, killed it. I'm so excited to be bringing that to you guys soon for a pre-sale. This is a pretty quick turnaround in terms of fulfillment. I am working with my fit journal, like I said, who is a small business. So we have to give them a little bit of slack, knowing that there might be a little bit of like, you know, delay um, in shipping or returns, um, but it should only be a few weeks. So that will be announced soon to where you guys can see those covers. But when I tell you you're going to shit a brick, you're going to literally shit a brick house. Like it is, it's going to be that epic. I'm so fucking proud of these and I'm proud of the design and kind of like the, the not mentality behind it. The, I don't know the, the, 
the vibe behind it and how it just, it matches our community. I'm so excited. So that's number one. Um, number two, strong ass mom, bride guide, timeless 2.0. And the original DBFT Fit Guide 1.0 coming soon to the app, um, as well as our last challenge of the year, Six Weeks to Strength 3.0. Our third Six Weeks to Strength, it is our last challenge of the year, which is crazy, but it's our usually our biggest one, our most fun. We're working on reverse dieting, getting ready for the holidays, and we'll have an um, update on that in a podcast here coming up in the next few weeks, just kind of talking about reverse dieting, how to kind of gear yourself up for holiday season, because believe it or not, when August comes around, it's like holidays are like right there. It's the weirdest time of the year. It just goes so fast. Um, so yeah, lots of exciting stuff. Like I said, new merch is going to be coming. Um, exclusive merch for the challenge. Um, Maddox is crawling. Oh my God. He started crawling and now he's like pulling himself up to stuff. He's playing a lot like on his knees, um, and like trying to like stand up. It's, it's, such a fun time as a mom, but like, it's, it's those times where I'm starting to like kind of freak out. Cause I'm like, okay, slow down. This is going to be gone before I know it. And I'm going to be so fucking sad. You know what I mean? Like this, these are the times I feel like as a mom, you'll always look back on like the first few years of life. And it's like, they go so fast and I'm, I'm fucking petrified. So I'm really trying to soak in all of my time with him um, sleep training, as you guys heard in my last episode or two episodes ago, I talked about kind of my, my postpartum update and have been sleep training him. So now I wouldn't even call it sleep training. He's just literally sleeping through the night. Like it is so fantastic. He goes down around seven, seven fifteen every single night. And he wakes up around sometimes he'll wake up at like 4am real quick and just like put himself to sleep. Like he'll kind of like, Wah! and then he'll go to sleep. But then I usually go in and wake him up at seven. So it's been an awesome start to like my day. I just feel like I'm in a routine. It feels really, really good. Um, so outside of that, um, there was one more thing I was going to update you guys on. Oh, it's 11, 11, make a wish. Even if you're hearing this, make a wish right now. Okay. Um, I'm in the works of still working on my skincare line. It is it is a process. I'm trying not to stress out. Um, I can't help but stress, but I am, I'm just, I'm working hard. I'm working diligent. And at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm not rushing. I'm not rushing perfection. You know what I mean? Like I want this to be exactly what I want it to be. And I'm not going to put a label on something that I didn't like completely work hard for, if that makes sense. Right. So I'm just, I'm working on that. Um, but I have gotten like all my samples and, um, thus far, like I'm really happy with them. Um, my makeup removing balm has been like really, really good. I'm super happy with that, especially like a good double cleanse. It leaves your face feeling so smooth. Um, like everything's off. It just, it feels nice. So we're just kind of perfecting little things like that. And, focused on like little merchandise. So like my, um, facial globes, little, um, handheld mirrors, cosmetic bags, stuff like that. So it has been, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, it has been a fucking lot. I think outside of that, um, nothing else is really new. Like I said, I'm going to give you guys some updates here up and coming. Um, no pun intended, up and coming. Um, I am drinking my Alani Nutrition Energy, which if you guys haven't saw, Cherry Slush, bitch, is on its fucking way. 
to Alani Nutrition Energy. I'm so excited, but right now I'm drinking Cosmic Stardust. Mm. Oh, and I did start my period. You guys probably saw that. If you're listening to this and you most likely keep up with me on social media, you know that I also started my period for the first time in a year and a half. What a humbling experience. So without further ado, I think this podcast is gonna have my new intro music on. So let me know if you like it. All right. So here's the thing. A few days ago, actually, this is like maybe a week or two ago, Emily and I did a Q&A and someone asked like how, like what happens when someone comes in you or like, oh my gosh, I've never been cummed in. My husband wants to do it or something like that. It was something about a cream pie. Oh my God. It was fucking hilarious. I wish I could remember exactly which podcast it was, but that kind of prompted me because someone else DM me and was like, oh my God, I, I almost lost it when I heard you say cream pie. I've never been like came inside either and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, okay. How many people have really never been creamed inside of them? You know, that it really got my mind turning. Like, obviously I'm talking like older twenties, right? Like we've been having sex for quite a few years. Um, sexually active for quite a few years, at least like a majority of us, or at least those of you that follow me. So I asked and prompted the question, have you ever been like cummed in like raw dog? You know, I'm just curious. I had almost 5,000 people say yes. So remind you, this is on my small account. Almost 5,000 people say yes. And eight, like 1,000, maybe 200 said no. So then I asked why, a lot of people said, like, um, I used to like watching men come on my stomach. Interesting. Um, trying to save something for marriage. Um, and no one right now is worthy to uh, possibly fuck my pH balance up. So accurate. Um, someone said, doesn't I, like, I don't like feeling leaky. Um, had a lot of people just kind of like share their things about why they haven't been cummed in. And like I said, I just thought that was very interesting because I know, and I said this publicly, I had an IUD in for like a year and a half. When I had that IUD in, dude, I don't think Wyatt and I used condoms at all. And he came in me almost every time. Now, I was really fucking trusty in that Morena. Morena, girl, I trusted you way too hard. Thank God we obviously were fine. You obviously know you can still get pregnant on birth control. But um, at this point in time, I was also like committed with Wyatt, right? Like we were together not having sex with other people. So as we remember guys, condoms still do protect you from STDs. Like you should be using condoms. I'm not saying don't use condoms. What I'm saying is I'm just curious who has been come in and who hasn't. Okay. Anyways. So it kind of prompted me into like these questions of what's your least favorite thing about sex. So I wanted to run through a few of them before I have some stories as well as a personal update. The smell of semen. I don't know why, but it makes me gag every time I get a sniff. 54% of people said yes. 46 said no. My dude taking his time to, but after I've already or orgasm, 70% of people said, hate this. 30% of people say, I don't hate this. I don't like initiating it. I only feel turned on when my boyfriend initiates, but he wants me to as well. 
49% of people said they initiate 51% they don't. And let me tell you, I am in, I'm in between, but mostly I do not not being able to separate emotions from sex. When it goes too long, I asked what's ideal for you. Most people, 71% of people said 10 minutes or less. 29% said 10 minutes or more. Um, accidental booty penetration, my man kissing all over my face after I've done skincare, the expectation that it's got to happen a lot when we're married, low sex drive here, being nearly naked with someone else. Um, the 43% of people said they feel awkward naked and 57% of people said they don't. Um, not being wet enough. I said, dude, use lube. And then I had a lot of people asking about what kind of like lube to use. Um, so a lot of recommendations, which, um, I can share again on my personal Instagram, but I do think that for the most part, um, the, the highest recommended lube was Uber lube, um, bad dragon, Pure Romance, which again, they are an MLM. So just so you know, Adam and Eve, um, Trojan H2O based, Sensitive Touch, Skin, S-K-Y-N, All Night Long, The Warming Jelly from K-Y. Um, and a lot of people, again, for a lot of people are saying um, the K-Y or that Uber Lube. A lot of people are saying Uber Lube. So um, definitely something to kind of like think about. And honestly, Lube is so important because if you're constantly putting something in something that isn't ready, it can cause damage. Like it doesn't, you wouldn't think it, but it would. So make sure that you guys are confidently using lube. Honestly, I, I recommend it for anyone. Like I, <laughs> I remember, dude, do, do y'all remember being like 17, 18 years old and you just like walked around wet? Like, honestly, think about it. We were for a couple years of our life, just fucking soaked all the time, soaked wet. And then it's like you have a baby and shit just changes <laughs> or like you get older and naturally um, a lot of us aren't able to like replicate that same amount of discharge. Um, and like, that's okay. It's very normal, but it's just funny. You think back at like when you were a teen, just having sex and you were like a fucking horn dog. Yeah, that's why. Um, so anyways, outside of that, um, I did get a recommendation as well that I wanted to give to you guys. Again, I'm just kind of running through some stuff before I dive into the details. Porn recommendation for all the girls out there. Bellissa, B-E-L-L-E-S-A, Bellissa, is a female-centered porn site that isn't all about male um, gays and women can submit their own content even. So I thought that was really cool um, because I think a lot of us can probably agree that porn really messes up expectations in the bedroom. Like in my opinion, I think it, it thinks it makes men specifically think that they have to like act a certain way or do certain things to women. Um, or like that women deserve to be treated a certain way, at least in like heterosexual relationships. Um, and it, it just sometimes can like fuck it up. So I'm, I'm not sure what like gay porn looks like and like even woman on woman porn. I'm, I haven't like, I'm not well-versed, sorry, but in, female to male, male to female porn. I know that it is like some hard shit. So anyways, my point being after that little like rant of stuff, I actually put on lingerie for Wyatt and I was terrified. I have like, I'm not one, I'm not one to be like extremely confident in the bedroom. Um, I feel like I go in waves. Some days I'm like, bitch, get on this pussy. 
And then other days I'm like, please, oh my God, don't look at me naked. Like it, it really comes in waves. I do not know why. Um, so with that being said, I put on lingerie for like the first time since, I mean, probably before I was pregnant. Like I, I really went all out guys. So I got this cute lingerie set from Victoria's Secret and I had it on under my sweatshirt and my sweatpants because I, I have to take baby steps. Okay. Some of you guys on my Instagram were like, bitch, lay across that bed, fucking be ready for him to come home. Cause Wyatt was just getting home from a trip. And I was like, oh my God, I can't. So I didn't, I didn't, but we were kind of like cuddling. And I was like, I wore something for you. And he was like, what? Why didn't you tell me? Like he, he just gassed me up. He's like, wait, I got to see this. And he was so sweet about it. And I, I, it was just funny. We were like laughing. It was funny. Um, and it just, it actually like really amped the mood up a little bit more. And I think like that technically gave him a feeling of me like initiating sex. Right. And even in marriage, even in marriage, it still needs to be like consensual. Right. And that's one thing that I've really like done a good job communicating with Wyatt is like when him and I are like, this is something you guys can take into your relationships as well. Like when we have sex, it's, it's a great, it's a great time. Like we have, we have a great time. (laughs) We have a great time having sex. So the last thing I want to do is give a negative connotation to our sexual health, right? So like if I go into a, a, a sex exchange and I'm not in the mood to the point of like, just I'm not fucking into it at all. That for me is not smart because the last thing I want to do is have this negative image of sex because we had a bad go at it. Does that make sense? Like, I know that you have to get to know each other, but if you're not in a headspace to have sex and it's not consensual, whether you're married or not, like you do not want to have sex, you should not have to have sex. And that's something to be so important with um, or important to be open with, with your partner. So that is just like a quick tip from me. Like, and that's how I kind of explain it. I'm like, Hey babe, like, I'm going to be honest. I'm not feeling it tonight. And we just, we have such a great chemistry and, and we have great sex together. I don't want to go in with a negative outlook to where then like, it's not fun for me. And it makes me not want to do it again or quote unquote, right? Like you understand what I'm trying to say. So that is like a tip for you guys. If you find yourself not in the mood, especially postpartum moms out there, it's, it's fucking hard, but I will tell you like, there is hope. There is hope. You will want to have sex again. You will enjoy it again. Um, you just have to give yourself your body and your mind the time to come back around, especially if you're breastfeeding, like it's, it's hard. And I think the best thing that I've found is postpartum ever since I've started breastfeeding Maddox less because he's eating like real food. My sex drive has gone up tenfold. Now I'm not saying I want to like fuck all the time. Okay. Sorry. It's just not my mindset, but I actually want to have sex. Like there's nights where I'm like, huh, I really want to get dick down tonight. And that like makes me feel really good because for a long time I did not. So it's amazing how much your hormones can play into your sex drive. And that includes anyone like on birth control or any form like depo shot, the pill, IUD hormones can really fuck you up. So like, don't feel discouraged because you don't feel like you want to have sex. Like keep just like digging down, figure out maybe what could be going on. You know, certain medications you're on again, hormonal birth control, stuff like that. And do the inner work for yourself. And it, it, it will come around. Now there's some people out there though, that are asexual and from what I'm understanding, I'm still kind of learning about 
these terms, so bear with me. Asexual is when you're not attracted to things at all. Like you, you just, you don't find things don't turn you on and you don't want to fulfill those. Like you don't have desires to even fill. Like you're just like, Hey, I don't really need sex. So there's people out there too, where like, if that's you and you simply just don't want sex, like that's also okay. I think the biggest thing is just coming down to communication with your partner, whoever that is, whatever that looks like. So a few things before I get into some stories, um, I wanted to give out some, some topics, some stuff. It, I asked people what they wanted me to talk about. So, um, how to initiate sex again. I'm, I'm not like that good at this, but for me, always a cuddle sesh or earlier in the day. Sometimes I send Wyatt sexy pics and I put them on the invisible ink. So he has to like swipe at my body to like, un, like reveal it. And then I send him another text underneath it in invisible ink that says like, we should hang out tonight. Like just kind of like role play almost like you guys aren't together. Right. And he's like just a booty call. Like it's fun when you put yourself in that. So if you're looking to initiate, like without physically initiated when they're home, physically initiating when they're home, initiate before they're home or like before they come over. So they already have an idea to then they physically initiate, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's cheating, but that's one way I found for me. Cause like, then they know when they get home, like that you're probably in the mood. Um, another way is just like simply a cuddle sesh. Do like a, like you smell good or like, you know, rub their head, you know, like with your like fake nails. They like that. They get turned on from that. Again, this is me talking in a heterosexual way. So that I'm just talking about like my Mary, <laughs> my man. Um, however you feel suited for your partner, whatever, whatever and whoever, whatever that looks like. You do you. I'm sorry that I'm speaking from my own personal experience. Um, but I do think that that is a good way. And then just kind of like some kissing. And then, you know, they kind of, they get it, right? It's as easy as that. You don't have to like come in the bedroom and be like, I want to fuck tonight. R.I.P. my pussy. <laughs> hey. We don't have to do that, ladies. Sorry, quick drink break. Mm. Ah. Mm. Favorite positions, biggest changes after having a kid, effects of getting off birth control. So favorite positions for me, Wyatt on top. So like missionary, technically, to start. Then transferring to like the sideline lazy that's how I got pregnant. It's the shit. Flip that leg over, get a little bit of rubbing action on the clit from your mate. Yep. It feels good. And then I usually get on top. Now here's the thing. Being adventurous is fun, but for me, why not? We've been having sex for over six years. That's a long, that's a long time to have sex with someone. Therefore we like know what works for us. And we, and we still are creative without reinventing the wheel, right? So recently, don't tell Wyatt this yet, but I did get us a sex toy. Yeah, I did. I went, I really, I'm telling you guys, my hormones are coming back. I'm feeling more confident postpartum. So I got, um, I got a, I think he's downstairs. I got of like a vibrating ring. 
okay and i'm pretty excited to use it so if any of you guys have used one let me know i got it from the website it's called lelo l-e-l-o let me know um let me know if you guys have used one but that has been a game changer um is just like doing what you know feels good for you and your partner that can like get you off and feel good even if it's monotonous if you make it a little bit different each time it's still fun so don't feel like you always have to be switching 900 positions right if it feels fucking good for both of you fucking do it you know what i'm saying biggest changes after having a kid for me was just the amount of time it took to not be have not have an aversion of sex so i put this on my story too but like when I had Maddox, they had to shove their hands so far up me without me like really knowing that they were going to because it was just such an emergency to get him out. So it's not like they're like, hey, I'm going to shove my hand up you to check how dilated you are. Like they just did it and I wasn't ready and I was mid contraction. So when I opened my eyes, all I saw was this person mid like fucking fist deep in my vagina and it hurt very bad. It was very, very uncomfortable. And it developed a little bit of a aversion for me to, to be fingered or like have anything up there. When I started my period this past week, I was scared to put a tampon up there for the first time. And I've had a whole ass dick up there. Like I like it, but it's just the fact of like inserting stuff in see like physics. I don't know. Mm, it just, it kind of got me wired up, but I felt a little bit more confident. Um, and I think that was the biggest change for me is just getting used to it getting used to like relaxing again and like allowing penetration. I know that sounds crazy, but you know, if you tighten up the, the peen ain't going to go into the V. Okay. And so for me, it was just relaxing again and also giving it time and also using lube. That was something we never really did before, but now it is like a necessity, especially breastfeeding. You're not, you're not producing like as much like discharge and like you're not as wet and what knocks a hormone. So it's very important to use lube during that time. But I'm telling you every month, it's just gotten better and better. And I will also be very transparent with you too. I'm really excited, but I did buy a sex toy for myself. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm telling you guys that, but I was really proud of it because my friend told me the other day, you know, this is the perfect time for you to kind of like explore your body. And personally, I am not down with like my own fingers going in there. I've just, again, it's the inversion. It's the aversion thing. It just, I had never sounded delightful to me. I had a terrible experience putting in a diva cup when I was like in college. And ever since then, nothing, I'm not getting close to there with my fingers. Like hate me if you want, make fun of me if you want. It is something that has just terrified me. So when my friend said this the other week, you know, this is a perfect time for you to like explore your body. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like I had a kid, life's a little bit different and I, I want to know what's going on. So I bought myself a toy. I know who am I? I can't believe I'm telling you guys this, but I want you, what the, my point is that I'm 26 years old and I just bought myself my first toy. I want you guys to feel really confident in doing that for yourself too, because it doesn't like mean that you're like, dude, men jack off all the time. Why is that okay for them? But like for us to pleasure ourselves, it's weird, right? Exactly. So my point is I bought a toy and, um, again, like I would really suggest it. I'm going to be honest. I've only used it twice, but it's been two days in a row. <laughs> so I think it's going well. 
And again, from Lelo, L-E-L-O. Um, but I just, I really recommend it after a kid, especially just getting to know your body again and in doing it in a way that like, again, you don't feel forced to in sex. It's on your own time, get comfy, put on your own music, be in your own space. Like, that's what I liked about it is like, it wasn't anyone forcing me to like be ready to have sex. It was like up to me to initiate with myself. Right. So anyways, it was like, it was cool. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh my God. I feel like I'm oversharing with you guys, but I feel like it's just kind of like weird for me to share. Cause I know some of my family like listens to this, like some of my cousins and, um, obviously like why it does not, but I would never want to like overshare our relationship. But in a, in a case like this, like I want to share what's, what's been good for me. And especially like postpartum, like stuff is hard guys. It's very hard. So like, keep this in mind. Um, and if anything, I'm gassing up why, cause he, we have good sex, but the toy is fun to just rediscover myself. Um, okay. So how to keep from getting discouraged after having trouble reaching an orgasm. I've been there. Um, usually Wyatt and I are really good with like finishing together. Um, after every, like every time we have sex, we literally finish together. Like it's the craziest feeling. But again, when you know someone that well, like you can do it now, there's a few times though, especially postpartum where like he finished and I could not because mentally it was just, it was hard. And I think the thing is like, don't be discouraged because you have to keep learning yourself and learning your partner. It's all about what's comfortable for both of you and how you can feel your best self. And so I think after that sex exchange is over, maybe chatting with your partner, if you're confident, just be like, Hey, like I, I was really discouraged. I wasn't able to finish, but like, maybe we can try this next time. And your partner, like always wants to please you. They really do. So if you tell them like, Hey, can we maybe try this t- next time? Or like, again, maybe like send a sexy text. Like it, you know what I mean? It's okay to talk about. It. I know it can sometimes be uncomfortable, but the more that you can chat about it, the more they're like, you can see that they do care. They want you to get off at least most of the time. Most guys aren't dicks. They want to see, they want to make you feel good because that makes them feel good. So the more that you can explain like, Hey, I need a little bit more clit action. Um, I need a little bit. I like, this is my favorite position. Can we do this a little bit longer? Stuff like that. I think it's very important. Um, boyfriend comes quick. Even after three years, dick's still good though. Normal. I would definitely say yes. Um, dude, sometimes Wyatt still like finishes pretty fast too. And this isn't in a negative way. It's just, we, we like, know we just know each other. Like, so I know too well, like what makes him feel good, um, in a good way. Pussy is so bomb. Just kidding. But, um, therefore like it is normal because if, if you're someone making them feel that good, you should take it as a compliment, honestly. And for most guys, they can go multiple rounds, like right away. You know what I mean? Like for women, we kind of are like one and done. They can keep pumping it out. (laughs) At least like they can keep going. Like it still feels good for them. So again, communicate that. Um, Losing a condom in your vagina, scariest moment in my life. I talked about this a few podcasts ago. I don't remember which one. I apologize. But if you have been a victim of a condom lost in your vagina, please stand up. I am literally standing up real quick. I'm standing up on my feet. I have been a victim and that is the scariest shit ever. Um, sex during pregnancy hubby wants, I have no energy for it. Again, just communicate that it's, it's hard, but it's dude, pregnancy, 
pregnancy and postpartum it's it's about you I'm sorry like I just like I really don't care um it's if you wear the pants during that time 100 percent um okay let's see few more before I get into some stories um every time he wants to start sex with a BJ or BJ is too good he comes without sex sex for me selfish if okay here's the thing if you're going down on someone and they you need to have intention set first if you start going down if you start giving someone head and in, in, you are you are wanting sex or you want the return favor you tell them listen you like i do not want you to finish this is a warm-up tell them that this is a warm-up do not finish I think if those intentions are set clear, they'll think of anything under the sun in their mind to not make them come. <laughs> um, getting your period during sex with your dream man and what to do. Okay, if you get your period during sex, I'm interested because I've never actually had that happen. But if you're on your period and you're trying to have sex, you could always do like a little bit of like shower action. It's not fun, but it at least kind of covers up the remnants. But I'm telling you, it sounds gross because to us it's kind of gross. But men, most of them, dude, they don't give a fuck. They really don't. It's gross for us, but for them, like I just don't think that they care. Like for real, they don't. I do not think they care fucking at all. They're just excited to have sex. Um, let's see. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, again, someone asked to, do I use toys? And I just kind of told you guys. Um, 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 tips for strengthening your knees to withstand more pounding and doggy. I'm fucking screaming at the way that that is written. Um, okay. Honestly, it depends on what surface you're on, but if you're on a bed, you should be feeling pretty comfy. Um, you can always put a pillow under your knees. I feel like that helps as well. Or you can almost do like flat doggy. You can kind of like alternate between doggy on all fours and then like flat doggy where you're kind of like laying literally on your stomach and they're still like behind you and like kind of on top of you. Is it called like dead dog? I don't know, but <laughs> That dog that's gross but there that's a way to kind of like take a break or if you want to like do more doggy flip to the side so like okay you're in doggy position have one of you guys fall to the side left or right do a little bit of sideline position and then like transfer back up I don't think we have to feel like we have to be in a position for an extended period of time like take a break and like go to another one and then come back um proud fan of the position you can see Maddox in only way me and my mans do am sex I love it for you um no cue, but I'm on antidepressants and it can lower sex drive. Curious if anyone else has experienced this. Um, plus a pandemic has been awful for the bedroom. Absolutely. This is super, super common. I feel like post pandemic sex has been really different for a lot of us as well. A lot of people are even having, are either having a lot of it or not having a lot of it. So I would definitely encourage you to like, not worry about it. Um, definitely like, again, be open in communication, maybe talk with your provider about medication, see if there's anything that you can swap, see if you have any ideas. And again, like I, I just got, I just got a toy that could maybe be a really good experience for you too, if you don't already have one. And again, this is just to make sure that you're like, you're learning your body and what feels good for you. 
Okay. Last question. Um, please, how to have the confidence to just, you know, suck dick. Another person right next to it says, please help. I need advice on how to suck dick done it before, but feel like I could be better. I think the best thing for confidence again, setting intentions. Like I think my, my biggest fear is getting my mouth cummed in. And for some people, they really like that for me. Just, it's not it. It's not it for me. I don't like it. And that's okay. Everyone has different sexual preferences. Some people find it sexy. Some people like to swallow. Some people like to spit, whatever. But for me to build up my confidence, I can't have that shit happening. Right? So like to build up my confidence, you need to talk to your partner about what their expectations are and what your expectations are. And then have them like coach you. Like I've told Wyatt before, this is like back in the beginning of a relationship. Like, I don't really know like how to do it. Like, can you tell me what feels good? So when I was doing it, he, he would like affirm me like that feels really good. Like, oh yeah, do it kind of like, do it more like that. Do it more like, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Tell them to talk to you. Like be like, can you like talk to me? You can say it. Can you like talk to me like dirty down there? And I guarantee you they, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's perfect. It'll make you feel good. And then you kind of start getting cocky and confident. No pun intended cocky. Um, and, and listen to them, let like be a student. And I know it sounds weird, but it also kind of gives them like a power trip of wanting to teach you how to be good. And then hopefully return that favor, right? You teach them how to be good going down on you. All right. Few stories to wrap up. And you know, honestly, I might do a part two of this podcast. You guys will have to let me know. Email me if you want a part two was doing the deed. Then my boyfriend now X, he goes, it's so warm. I immediately got turned off and did not want to continue. Very much was done. That's so gross. So my ex, we will call him B and I were on and off for five years. During those five years, he never went down on me like ever. Jesus. So we broke up for good yet. We were still kind of fooling around. He also had a big dick. So I was okay with it. Well, one night slept over at his house at this new guy's house, we will call him A. A and I had sex in the morning and I let him come in me. Once we were finished, I got in my car and I got a text from B asking me to come over. So being a little horn dog I was, I drove her to B's house. We started foreplaying while we were kissing. B told me he had the urge to go down on me for the first time in five freaking years. So, if, oh my God, of course I let him. Little did he know I just left A's house and A had literally come in me maybe two hours ago. So B ate me out for the first time in five years with another man's come in my pussy. To this day, I still have no regrets because B put me through the ringer while we were dating. He never found out and it makes me laugh every time I think about it. Sincerely, the girl who let her oral, horrible ex eat another man's come. I'm fucking screaming. That is hilarious and fucking insane. I've gotten dicked down twice in the same day before. It only happened one time, but it, I did do it. And I, I'm not ashamed of that. I was 18 and my boyfriend at the time was 17. My car was my mom's old minivan and she took out a row of seating so I could haul around. So I couldn't haul around too many people at once for safety, LOL. My boyfriend and I obviously then used it for sex because there was tons of room and why the fuck not? One night we drove around looking for places to hook up and ended up in an old church. One of the neighbors saw us drive up there and thinking we were going to smoke weed, he called the cops. The cops pulled up on us completely naked and I was tied up. Made us get out in our underwear and check our IDs. Being that my boyfriend was 18, 
wasn't 18 and I was, the cops took him aside, questioned him to make sure he was there under his own will. After a while, they let us off just a warning. Thank God, ironic, because we were on a church. 10 years later, we're happily married and haven't been to the church since. My fave way to get myself in the mood and always get my man in the mood is to throw on some lingerie that I feel sexy as fuck in and start dancing to some good ass music. I get myself ready for the D. I wish I had that confidence. Maybe one day. Baby steps. Bitch. I began dating this guy in high school after going to Disney for a school trip. The relationship progressed really fast and he was really forceful with sex. We frequently had sex at his house when his, at his mom's house when she was home. One time we did it upstairs in the frog furnished room over the garage that had no door. The stairs led up to the room. I don't know what was going through my mind at the time because now I wouldn't dare have sex in my current boyfriend's house when his parents are home in a locked bedroom. Anyways, we got busy and I was butt ass naked on top of him when his mom came up and saw us. She flipped out and I immediately began to cry because I was so scared. I tried leaving, but she made me let her call my dad. Well, let's just say I got an ass whooping and was grounded for months. We ended up breaking up a while later. And after thinking about it, he forced me into sex every time. A couple months after he broke up with me over text, he called me trying to get me to come see him. I knew he just wanted a booty call, so I wasn't going to give him that. I made him take me to a movie and dinner and pay for it, then left his ass and never saw him again. Sincerely, that bitch. Okay, so this is a sex horror story. Oh, God. So one time this guy from Tinder drove to my house three hours away from where he lives. Well, he gets here on a Saturday morning and I have a graduation shower to go to that day. So me being me tells him that I can just tells him that he can just stay at my apartment until I get back later that day, even though I've never met him before. The next day we plan to go tubing down a river. So obviously we had to go buy some water rafts since we planned it last minute. So I get home after the graduation party and this motherfucker is passed out on the couch in his underwear, like he lived there or something. So I walk in, I'm like, uh, what are you doing? He said, I was tired. Okay, fair enough. He just drove three hours. So I'm like, hey, we need to go buy water rafts and, and the store that had them in stock was 30 minutes away. So I drive us to Rural King and we ate dinner and came home. When I got home, I'm like, okay, I'm going to shower and go lay down because I was so tired considering I've been up at 7 a.m. and it's now 10. Keep in mind, I told this boy before that we were not doing anything on the first date before he even drove here because it's just not my thing when I meet someone. So I get out of the shower and lay down and he's laying on my bed. Like, okay, fair. Obviously, we're going to sleep in the same bed. So I wanted to go to sleep. Like, you can cuddle, but we ain't doing anything more. So the entire time I'm asleep, quote, he keeps kissing me trying to, quote, wake me up. Even though the motherfucker kept me all night, kept me up all fucking night. I was just ignoring him because I didn't want to have sex. Should have just told him to stop, but I was peer pressured into it. So he literally started touching me and I just went along with it. And I was like, okay, this isn't bad at first. And the dude had his dick out and goes down on me. I feel nothing. When I say I felt nothing, I felt nothing. The dude had the smallest dick. I would compare it to a baby carrot. So after he's done doing his thing, I literally get up and go straight to the shower. I've never felt more disgusting in my life. And I'm like, and he's like, what are you doing? So I tell him getting a shower. After I get a shower, I go lay back down because it's 6 a.m. And I've not gotten any sleep. We are about to go tubing and been up since 10 a.m. And it's 7.30 a.m. This dude will not get off. Anyway, he still hasn't stopped touching me. So I get out of bed and say, I'm leaving right now. You have five minutes until I'm back for you to be gone. So I drive around my block and watch my cameras go back when he leaves. He sends me a text that reads, what, what's wrong? I think we hit it off well. 
And I said, no, you're too fucking clingy. Clingy, you have the smallest dick and I just can't be around you. He kept trying to text me to work things out, but I blocked him. That sounds terrifying. I can honestly say I've never really been in a situation where like, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Revisiting my unlocked memories, I definitely have been in a position where I didn't feel a thing. So definitely have been there. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend and I were giving my aunt and uncles a beachfront condo, given my aunt and uncles beachfront convo for Memorial Day weekend. Your girl was sadly on my period, but Mother Nature decided to bless me and it came and it ended early. Well, he carried me to the bedroom and accidentally scraped my shoulder on a doorway. Who cares? Kept the mood going. He threw me on the bed and we got in a doggy. Time goes by, my leg is slipping off the bed and suddenly my leg slips. I fall forward, he falls on me. I lift my head and bang my nose. Now he has nose his nose blood on me and my shoulder is scraped up. Needless to say, I said, I'm sorry. And I finished and he said he did too. And we just laughed it off. Sincerely enjoy the laugh. I will say there are a lot of great sex stories that you guys have sent in and not, not a lot of time. You know what I mean? I wish I could just read them all because honestly, I love reading stories. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love a good I love a good, like, tell me a secret type vibe, but I love listening to sex stories. And maybe this will inspire you guys to kind of like get into the mood tonight and do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hopefully you'll be able to take some advice from me. And trust me, I'm not, I'm not like a major sex symbol but hopefully you can be inspired to take care of yourself and be able to kind of have a different outlook on maybe like self-pleasure, maybe how to communicate better, how to get yourself in the mood, how to feel more confident, whatever that might be for you. I think it's very easy for us to get into a position of just not feeling adequate in the bedroom. And I think as women, especially we can feel really, we can feel like we shouldn't enjoy ourselves. I, why? I, I don't know. Why is that a stigma? Why is that a thing? I don't know. But I think sometimes we feel like, oh, we're so worried about our partner and are they having a great time that like we don't have a great time. So like get out of your head, enjoy your sexual pleasure, continue to find your sexual pleasure too. Like we're guys, if you're listening to this, most likely we're still all so young. Even if you guys are like older than me or whatever, we're, we're still so young. There's so much life to live. There's so much sex to have. It's still, it's like anything you have to learn it. You have to learn it. And then as you grow, you have to continue to learn yourself, learn yourself, like meaning your own body yourself. So don't feel like you have to have it all figured out. And if you're with a partner, have fun exploring, try different things, be open to what you're comfortable with and not comfortable with. I, I, I agree with the word, don't knock it till you try it. But I also agree with, if you know, it's something that makes you uncomfortable, don't try it yet. Right. There's different times. Like for example, if I were to do a lingerie three months ago, it wouldn't have been the time I wouldn't have had fun and I wouldn't have felt comfortable, but now three months have passed and I felt more comfortable, comfortable. So things can also come with time. And you also don't have to be this crazy sex pot to have a healthy sex life, right? It's, it's fine. 
I'm one to listen to because trust me, I'm not like this. Like I said, I'm not the sex symbol. I'm not Alex Cooper. I'm not OG, OG, like the old school call her daddy. Like that wouldn't be me. Those aren't me sending in those stories. So I'm just a normal person who has probably pretty normal sex that is still learning, learning what's fun for me, keeping things spicy, having fun switching things up sometimes, um, and learning a new part of my life too. So I hope that you guys have a great Sunday. I hope that this episode helped you in some way, shape, or form. Um, as always, if you have topics you'd like me to cover or stories you'd like me to share, you can send them to my email, desbyfit at gmail.com. Um, put the subject line like brunch with Desby slash sex help, brunch with Desby slash secret, whatever it might be. These are all anonymous and I love you guys. I really do. But if you send me an email and it has your first and last name on it, I promise you, like, I don't know who you are. And I like, I appreciate you and I love you, but like your secrets are safe with me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Hey, I'm going to Facebook this girl's name and then I'm going to find her husband and tell her like, I do not care that much. Um, and I, I, I just love sharing stories and giving you guys some honest feedback and, and love and appreciation. So hope you guys have an amazing day. Happy Sunday. I love you guys and I'll see you next week.